Hello everybody, welcome in, welcome in, it's your host Brian, I'm riding solo this episode, it is a Tuesday here, and um, week two of the NFL has kicked off this last weekend, last night, uh, the Packers game was on, Monday night football, Packers get to win, we'll go into all of these different details as we jump into the week two recap of the NFL, hope you guys have had a fantastic weekend, uh, watching football and eating some food. And having a good day. So hopefully your week has started off pretty good. Mine's been not too bad. Um, not too bad at all. So last week I was 11-4 and four in picks. Uh, th- sorry, this week. This, you know, week two of the NFL. 11-4. and four, That's a great week for me. I was 8-8 eight eight the week before, so I bumped that up. Um, let's jump into it here. The Raiders start off 2-0 and oh as they beat the Steelers 26-17. And this is a game... I had a gut feeling, and I said, look, I, I think the Raiders are going to win. I second-guessed it. I said, well, you know, maybe Derek Carr is not going to show up against the Steelers' defense. The Steelers' defense is really good. But he showed up. He had 382 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, T.J. Watt ended up getting hurt during this game and missed some time. So the Raiders get the job done there. Uh, the uh, Roethlisberger and the offense look lethargic at times. They have an issue on their hands. This has been Roethlisberger's last season. It has to be um, if they want to go forward with it. And we'll see what their future plans for quarterback is in the in Pittsburgh because I don't know what it is. They 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 got Dwayne Haskins, um, but I, I you know is he changed his ways because he didn't work out there in Washington. So, but Derek Carr, the start he's had off, he's he's very underrated quarterback with this team and the start he's had off has been fantastic he threw for 400 uh was like 430 last week um and 382 this week with two touchdowns he's he's not falling under the pressure he's not throwing interceptions and and costing their football team the games and this defense has been pretty good too so holding holding anybody 17 points is uh is really good henry the rugs uh has stepped up for them this season so far he's becoming that wide receiver that they thought he could be when they drafted him so uh it's good to see the Raiders doing something they started off 2-0 with the schedule I, I thought they would be 0-2 at this point um uh, but they have proved me wrong so c- continue to do that Raiders all right guys uh next game here we got Jameis Winston finally back to his normal self as he throws two touch two interceptions and zero touchdowns against the Panthers as they as the Panthers end up beating them 26 to 7. It this is uh a game that 
you know, lost a lot of uh, people in my Survivor League. My Survivor League, the couple people picked the Saints. Last week was a fluke. Jameis Winston uh, was a fluke last week, and he showed it this week of how inconsistent he can be. Sam Darnold looked good. He looked good last week. He looked good this week. He had 305 yards, two touchdowns, and one interception. Um, this is a, one of the biggest uh, um, headlines kind of – well, maybe not one of the biggest, but this was a headline coming in. Sam Darnold got drafted by the Jets, and they, they let him go. They traded him away because they were done with him. And I don't think Sam Darnold, with his age, I'm not willing to give up on him. So I'm glad to see he's uh, behind the scenes here secretly putting up some good numbers. He's got his team off to a good start this season. And um, hopefully he can return that uh, turn, turn that career into something good with the Panthers. Oh, the Browns. The Browns. They went 31-21 over Houston. Um it's a lot closer than I thought, but Baker Mayfield ended up getting hurt during this game. He did return to the football game. Tyrod Taylor got hurt during this game and did not return. He's he's uh, going to miss multiple weeks there in Houston. And the Houston's been fighting with these teams. They they fought last week and they won against Jacksonville and they, they ended up blowing them away. And um they fought with the Browns for a while on this. And you know, maybe because Baker Mayfield got hurt, it is what it is. They're they're a little more fight to him than we than we, what we thought so I don't know who um, I think Jeff Driscoll is going to be their quarterback next week as Deshaun Watson still refusing to play for them um, just collecting a paycheck sitting on the bench so um, Houston though you know 21 points defense couldn't hold them I picked the Browns to win this game as most people would uh, for a little while I was a little nervous because I also picked them in my survival league but the Browns get the job done there in Houston. Jets rookie quarterback. Ooh, four interceptions. He wants a redo as he was awful. He had, at one point in the game, he had four interceptions and four completions. Uh, or three completions. You know, he had more interceptions than he had completions in the game. They faced a, a tough Patriots defense as they uh, welcomed him into the NFL. They they lost the game 25-6. to to the Patriots now Mac Jones gets his first win but he wasn't he, he was nothing to write home about he didn't have a great game um nothing stood off the charts I don't know if he had a touchdown on the on the game this defense is, is what won him the game against the Jets and anytime you turn the ball over four times you, you know you're not going to win a football game the Chicago Bears. This is the week of injured quarterbacks. You had Tyrod Taylor and Baker Mayfield, and uh, Andy Dalton goes down. Andy Dalton goes down against uh, his old team, the Bengals, and he is replaced by Justin Fields, who's unimpressive. He's six of 15, 60 yards, and an interception. The Bears get the job done, though. Um, down, they 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 get the job done, 20 to 17. With their defense, their defense gets three interceptions from Joe Burrow. A game that Joe Burrow doesn't usually have. He doesn't. He doesn't usually throw three interceptions a game, and he didn't look all that great. He had 300 yards passing, but the the, the 300 the three interceptions is kind of what killed him. When it's a three point game, there, um, you figure they could have put some more points on the board if they had more possessions. Um, I'm not trying to kill Justin Fields here. I think he'll be a decent quarterback, and, and they didn't really have a game plan for him. He just had to step in when Andy Dalton went down. Um, some community, some weird 
weird spotlight put on the Bears they don't want their quarterbacks. Um, they asked Matt Nagy today in a, in a, in a, in a, a conference, a news conference, if who's going to be their starter. Is Andy Dalton going to be the starter next week? And he said it, you know, he, he went into scheme and he wouldn't answer the question. He was he was filibustering around the question and uh, never gave an answer. And then a couple minutes later after press conference was kind of winding down and, and, and Nagy left and it was over, he sent somebody else back in, not himself, somebody else back in, a PR guy, and said, if Andy Dalton is healthy, he is our starter. And they were like, what, what's going on? He just, you know, he wouldn't answer the question, what's going on? And he said that Matt Nagy didn't understand the the, the question he was asking, which is total BS. It's, um, there's a spotlight in a, in a bad way with the quarterback, and, and the Chicago doesn't want it. Um, you know, the fans want to see Fields. The, the head office probably wants to have Fields in. I think Matt Nagy made a promise that he feels like he needs to man up and keep to Andy Dalton, and this is going to end up very badly for the Chicago Bears. When you have a quarterback controversy like this, um, it's not good. It's not good for your team. So you know it could split your it could split your locker room. Maybe some people want Fields in, some people want Dalton in. It really depends. And, and you know, uh, if I'm Chicago, I think we already know what Andy Dalton is. So I, I would pit Fields in. But I'm also not you know I also feel like it's okay to let a quarterback sit on the bench. My you know Green Bay's been successful at that that. But everybody wants to draft their pick. They want him to come in and play now. The fans are especially hyped up to see him. And and it doesn't help that Andy Dalton's not that amazing of a quarterback. So I think they're honoring what they promised Dalton. But uh, this is going to be short-lived because at some point, whether they, it be a big losing streak or whether Andy Dalton gets hurt, he might not get that job back with Justin Fields playing. So if he can show that they can game plan him and he's comp, you know, Everything that they're talking, the confusion and the questions is that Justin Fields will be on the field before too long. All right, the Rams squeezed by the Colts 27-24. to Nothing to write home about in this game. The Colts' defense kept him in the game. Wentz got hurt again. This guy always is injured, it seems like. He sprained both his ankles, and his status for next week is unknown. He made a horrible interception this game, a horrible pass. It was one of those uh, little flip of the wrist, kind of reminding me of what Brett Favre used to do, just kind of toss it out there, and he threw it right to the linebacker. I don't even know where he – I didn't even see a guy in the area. I don't know if it was a failed screen. It was a bad interception. and They've got to be wondering what what they got with Wentz, and he's always hurt, and, you know, it doesn't look so far. I know it's only two games into the season, but it doesn't look too too – you know, too good there that Wentz will be there for the future quarterback. The Buffalo Bills drowned the Dolphins as two leaves with a rib injury. He took a big shot. He ended up um, getting taken out of the game. He had, I don't know if it's bruised ribs, broken ribs. He was hurting. It looked, it looked like a nasty shot he took. Uh, Bills win 35 to nothing. My my worry is not about Tua here. My worry is that they're, that, uh, Allen did not look very good. Um, he didn't look impressive. Is that just something to worry about? This guy coming into the season was MVP favorites. Everyone was just raving about him, and I was too. I think he's got the potential to be a great, great quarterback. 
Um, and he already is a great quarterback. But I figured he'd have, you know, play better against the Steelers. He, you know, they should be, they should have won that game last week. They should be 2-0. I, I watched that game and everyone's talking about how the Steelers won it. Well, you know, Allen looked like him, his old self. He was over, he overthrew th- three touchdowns. I mean, the wide receivers were there. He overthrew them. Just um, maybe a little nervous to start the season. I don't know, but they didn't play very. He only had like 180 yards in this game. They won 35 nothing. It, it wasn't too impressive from Allen. But, you know, their team gets to win. That's all that really matters at the end of the day. The Broncos. The Broncos start 2-0. and This is a little by surprise, you know. Um, they have a good defense, and that defense is always going to keep a minute. Teddy Bridgewater is playing pretty good. And I'm not a big Teddy Bridgewater fan. I think he's a, he's a bus driver. He's a conservative bus driver that doesn't take shots down the field usually. Um... But he's playing really good. They beat the Jaguars 23-13, to and you can say, well, it's because they play the Jaguars, and, you know, it's, they play the Giants, and there's two teams that are not really good. But, you know, no one expects the Broncos to really come out and light the league on fire either. So 2-0 is good for them. They have a good defense. Uh, Lawrence, again, a bad, a bad game. He had two interceptions, 118 yards. It's not a great start to Trevor Lawrence. Am I jumping off the Trevor Lawrence train? I am not, you know. You got to give these players some time, and, and, this, and I've talked about this before. These guys coming out of the draft, especially taking over number one or number two or you know three, they have a lot of pressure to put on them to succeed. Uh, they have a lot of comparisons. This guy was compared to the next Peyton Manning, um, so we put a lot of pressure on these guys. And the, and the people who get drafted first, they you, they're going to a bad football team. That's why they have the number one overall pick. So it's going to take time for him to come in, learn the system, um, learn the new head coach, Urban Meyer, uh, learn this offense, and, and then be able to play with the, of the speed of the NFL. And, and I think he'll turn it around eventually, maybe the, at the end of the year, maybe the second half of the season. But right now he's struggling, and they did play. he did play a really good defense. So um, we'll see. I, I thought he would have played better against Houston. Um, but, it, look, he's, he's brand new to the NFL. Don't go writing people off. It's uh, this early. It's 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 being um, it's a huge overreaction. Man, the Niners struggled on the road in Philly, but they hold on to the win, seventeen to eleven. This game was one of the games I was able to watch, and I didn't want to. I didn't. I couldn't watch it. It was so ugly. Um, the red zone offense killed the Philadelphia Eagles. They could not drive down and score touchdowns. They they scored touchdowns when they had the opportunity to do so. They would have won this game. They failed to do so. They had they tried some trick plays on fourth and goal. It was a horrible trick play. Um, you know, Philly's fighting with teams. They won the first, you know, against the Atlanta Falcons. They fought with the 49ers. So they're hanging in there, and they're probably doing better than a lot of people expected. So... I'm interested to see where they're going to end up in the in the standings in the NFC East, as they might be better than Washington. And who knows? But Jalen Hurst has got them playing, uh, you know, got them playing for him. I, he's a respectable guy in the locker room from what we, what we hear, and we'll see going forward. But the Niners struggled there. Hopefully, they struggle next week as they play my Packers on Sunday Night Football. But um, we'll have to see on that one. The Bucks kill the Falcons, 48 to 25. Not much more to say about the game. Tom Brady has nine touchdowns in two games. He's lighting it up. Um, now he played. He played a bad defense, you know, in Atlanta, and he, you know, 
he played an average def- about average defense last week against the Cowboys. Um, and I say average because we don't know what they are yet. Last year, the, you know, the Cowboys had an historically bad Dallas Cowboy defense, so we really don't know what is next, uh, what what they're going to be this year. They already look better than they did last year, though. Um, and if they, they can just be about average, the Cowboys should do pretty good. Uh, but they they killed the Falcons. The Bucks killed the Falcons, forty to twenty five. There's not much more to say about this game. Um, next, I'm going to play a little audio clip here. It's hilarious, hilarious. Excuse me. I can't help but to laugh at that. That is the Minnesota Vikings um, missing a, a game-winning field goal. They always have some bad luck with their with their kickers, um, and they missed a field goal that would have won the game. They lose this game 34-33. to They played good. Um, their defense had didn't play too good, though. Murray had 400 yards and three touchdowns. He also had two interceptions. Um, Kirk Cousins played a good game. Fought back into it, and they they drive. Kirk Cousins drove him down the field to get a chance to win, and they miss the extra point. And then the announcer thought he made it, so he's all celebrating. And you just heard the clip. It's I couldn't stop laughing at that. It's even better when it's your own division that is that's screwing up like that. So that was fantastic. Seattle, Seattle, Seattle. They let one slip at home against Tennessee. They had a 24-9 lead at half. It looked like they were going to come in and, and just blow out Tennessee. But uh, Henry had 183 yards rushing, three touchdowns. as They take the game into overtime, and they win 33-30. to What a, It was a good, interesting game, probably one of the best games of the week. Tennessee comes in and snatches one away from Seattle. It, it was a good game. Um, Seattle should not have let that one go, and that was in Seattle. So... Um, that was a good game. I, the game, I, other game I got to watch was the Cowboys versus the Chargers, and uh, that game was a good game. It was not what I expected. I expected the Chargers to win that football game. They didn't. They sh- they they shot themselves in the foot. They had ten. They had ten penalties for a hundred yards. They had two tur- touchdowns taken off the f- uh, off the board because of penalties. But here's what the game winner sounded like. All right, that was uh, that was Tony Romo and Jim Nance giving you their take on the 56-yard game-winning field goal for the Dallas Cowboys. They went 20 to 17. They played a good game. Defense, they got a couple turnovers. The defense and the rushing attack was huge in this game. They got two two takeaways from Justin Herbert, two interceptions. Um, they played good defense. They were able to pressure Justin Herbert. They um, and then Dallas was able to get the rushing game going. You know, everyone's Everyone was so mad last week. Not mad, but just why didn't they? Why didn't they run the football? Why didn't they run the football? Though they can't, you can't run the football into um, 
into a brick wall, and that's what that's what the Bucks are. And and I applaud the Cowboys for changing up their game plan and going. Well, you know we can't do this. They used the the rushing attack here great. Um, Tony Pollard looked very good. Uh, Zeke Elliott looked pretty good. Not as be- not better than Pollard, but Pollard was great. And um, that's what won in the game is rushing the football, the multiple turnovers. Dak had a good game. Um, not a an amazing game. He had a good game. And they were able to uh, get the victory on the road in L.A. It was a tough win for them. And I'm not trying to hate on it, but uh, I, I'll tell you how it is. I think this is a game that the the Chargers lost and whether then the Cowboys won. All right, the next game is the Ravens versus the Chiefs. The Ravens and Lamar Jackson, they get the monkey off their back as they finally beat Patrick Mahomes 36-35. Hilaire, um, the Chiefs running back, fumbled the ball late in the game, sealing the victory for Baltimore. They were trying to drive down so they could score and, and win the game, but he fumbled the football. Defense gets it, and it pretty much sealed the deal. Lamar had 239 passing yards, 107 on the ground, and three total touchdowns. What a game for him. When you can when you can have that kind of game, um, that's what makes him deadly and special. Mahomes loses for the first time in his career in September and also throws his first interception in September and his whole NFL career, which is insane. That he's never lost in September and he has never thrown an interception, but he did both those this year and both those this game. So we can take take that off the list there. This is another game when my gut I wanted to go with Baltimore, but I don't trust I'm not I don't trust Lamar Jackson um I just don't I don't trust him as a quarterback and the the Chiefs defense has been giving up quite a bit of points this year so uh but they get the one point victory there so that was a good game as well last night my boys take care of business Rodgers and the Packers quiet the noise with a 35 to 17 shellacking of the Lions Rodgers had four touchdowns and Aaron Jones had three receiving and one rushing touchdown so Aaron Jones was busy last night and scoring the points all around the board. Rodgers hasn't lost a Monday night football game in nearly a decade, which is pretty crazy statistic as well. Uh, Aaron, uh, Aaron Jones lost his father a couple months ago to COVID issues, um, COVID complications, and he carries his father's ashes in a football necklace that he wears, and he actually lost it last night. Um as he was playing, you know, last night in the game, they were able to actually able to one of the field crew guys were able to find that football. It's a, it's actually a football um, that has the ashes inside, so it's it's kind of neat. But uh, he's actually actually able to find that necklace, and uh, maybe he I don't know if he's going to stop wearing it. Um, you know, some people are like, why is he wearing it in the first place? Well, it's something really special to him, right? And it means a lot to him. And he said, he came on and said, if I, if, you know, losing it, you know, if I lost it there, it's fine. You know, that's where my dad would want me to, to, to lose it if I did lose it. So they were able to find that and which is just a cool little neat little story. But, um, that's all that happened week two in the NFL it was quite a bit, quite a bit of injuries. Hopefully that didn't affect your, um, fantasy or your survival games. I was 11 of four this week. My survival game, I'm I'm two and zero, so move on to next week. Um, 
I hope you guys have a fantastic rest of your week. Look forward to our podcast episode this Friday. Me and Jeff will jump on, give you the headlines of the week. We'll go over the top five uh, games of next week and go through that for you. The The Packers play the 49ers coming up on Sunday night. That would be a good game. I didn't stay up for last night's game because I had didn't really have a worry I thought, you know, that the Packers would win. Next week I'll, I'll have to stay up on Sunday night and watch it because – it's going to be a good one. So that's going to be it for this episode. Um, what we're doing now is, is I'm, this is what we're doing two weeks, two episodes a week. I'm going to break down the NFL week on Tuesdays, what just came apart and, and, and what just happened. And then on Fridays, we'll get into the next week and any headlines over the week. And what we're doing is we're splitting up our ep- episodes as well that um, our main topic is, is the spotlight of the week. And we're going to start breaking those up and pitting just those out on YouTube as well as the whole podcast. So that way, if you don't want to listen to the whole podcast, because sometimes we do realize that they are pretty long, you can come in and listen to just the main topic we talked about that week if that's what you want to do. So um, that's more options to come listen to our show. Please follow, like, listen. I, I put out a prediction every week on TikTok. Um, I'll, I'll, any breaking news I throw out there as well, um, Facebook and Twitter and all that good stuff. So... Come follow us, guys. It's Outspoken Sportscast. Um, Your host, Brian. Have a good day and God bless.